The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. I don't. I'm not, I don't even want to do our witty banter at the beginning. I don't want to do our our uh, our our usual intro. Um, I'm definitely not praising the Bills this week. Y'all can go fuck, fuck yourselves. Suck no more. No more reason to believe anymore, huh? No, no. They threw that. They they. We really got fucked. Ah, oh, well. Hello, Colts Nation. Uh, this is. For those that are still here. For those that are still here, I am Matt Johnson, and I am alongside Mr. Brandon Rogers. And uh, this is maybe the most depressing episode we've ever... ever, This might be the most depressing episode we have ever done. Um, I don't even know if we talk about the game. There's so much happened just today alone at time of recording that I don't know how much we can talk about the game, but... We have some important conversations to be had. Might as well throw it in. You know, at, at at a funeral, you don't really talk about how that person died, just like their life, and you kind of eulogize it on their on their memory. So let's not talk about how the Tennessee Titans buried our season. Let's just talk about you know <laughs> our thoughts, and let's eulogize over the twenty twenty two Colts. I guess. Yeah, oh. <clears throat> we got we got tea bagged. Ah, they they. they, they... They scored three, four field goals. That's it. Did, or was it three field goals? How many no, field goals three field goals and a defensive touchdown. Yeah. Our defense is killing it. And we're waving a white flag already. Ain't that some bullshit? Three, three, and one. And They're waving that white flag. The culture tanking. Um, yeah. So for those who don't know, I'm sure everybody does at this point. If you um, hack, have access to the internet, you're quite well aware that uh, that is it for Matthew Ryan in Indianapolis. No, he was not traded away. No, he was not cut. Yes, he was hurt, but uh, the Colts have decided to sit him for the remainder of the season and let Sam Ellinger be quarterback one. Uh, Nick Foles will sit behind him, at least for the time being. Maybe Matt Ryan comes back healthy and he's the backup quarterback. But uh, it's it's a gloomy, grim sight right now, and uh, it it uh, was it West Fifty Sixth Street, as they call it, uh, the the Colts headquarters, uh, and for Colts Nation everywhere around. Um, I've taken this pretty hard. A lot of people have taken it pretty hard. I know Brandon. I'm you no know, you. Our our conversations. Uh, you're pretty upset. 
uh, by a lot of it. Let your initial reaction to uh, today's news. Uh, I thought you were joking when you, you first sent me that. I was like, no way, no way, no way. And you weren't. I was like, okay, well, you know, oh, Matt Ryan's hurt. All right, well, hopefully he'll be able to come on back in a in a couple of weeks. Uh, separated shoulder. You know, maybe he he you just get he scot free, doesn't have to hit the uh, IR or whatnot. Maybe we could still salvage the season. And then you sent me that. Nope, this was the plan all along, and they were going to bench him uh, regardless if you're hurt, was hurt or not. And I think it's dumb as hell. We are at 500 in a very weak division. Yes, we lost to Tennessee. You know, maybe we weren't looking very hot, but. I mean, a few miscues here and there, and we could still we could be the number two seed right now if Matt Ryan didn't throw an awful, awful pick six yesterday. It's just this team is too good to to look guys like DeForest Buckner in the eye, Darius Leonard in the eye, Jack Leonard in the eye, uh, Stephon Gilmore in the eye, Jonathan Taylor in the eye, and say, "Sorry, guys, we're we're gonna tank seven games in," and sorry this is a chalk year look at look, look at those guys in the face and tell them we're we're, we're calling it quits right now i mean is sam sam ellinger the, uh, the the guy no he's not i know this you know this he, he's gonna be decent at best best case scenario he's like a 500 quarterback we all know this maybe he plays a little bit better uh against uh in front of that awful awful offensive line we we thought we had some hope last week. That was obliterated uh, as soon as the first quarter hit. And, you know, Simmons was making uh, Ryan Kelly, Quentin Nelson, uh, Dennis Kelly, Matt Pryor, his personal bitches. And uh, not just not just him. Well, Got to give kudos to our, our former Colt compatriot, uh, Danico Autry, who... Danico Autry should not be able to play the Colts ever again. He should be suspended anytime the Colts play the Titans. <laughs> it's not fair. Pest that man for PEDs when he plays the Colts. He owns this man. And as a guy who currently is not fond of this regime, love to see it. But also at the same time, I want us to be successful because I like, I, I want to believe that what we have now is or was good enough um, to take us there. And uh, it, dude, it's, it's, it sucks. Who do you think deserves the biggest blame for, for what happened this season? Um, I'm going to say, oh God, I mean, as far as on field stuff goes, it's the offensive line across the board, right? They even Frank Reich even alluded to it. Um, I might even, I, I think it might have to be Frank. I think it might have to be Frank and Chris Bauer's a close second. My issue with this season, and I might have mentioned it before after our week two loss to uh, Jacksonville and we got smoked, is that this team was meant to be good. Um, This team, this roster was meant to be good. It's kind of like, okay, we address one thing and then something else falls apart. And that's what would bother me so much. Yeah, our defense is playing great football. We got a quarterback that can do some things. Finally, a good, a, a pretty solid pocket passer. 
and our offensive line across the board takes a dump. Um, and, you know, amongst other things. And to me, that is mostly a, a head coaching culture that does not have their guys prepared for big moments. I look across the field yesterday at, at well, not obviously directly, but I look, I look at Mike Vrabel. The dude is passionate. He's boisterous. He's a little, he's got a little bit of a toot to him, a little bit of a, you know, a little, just, you could definitely tell he's, he's, he's played some serious football in his day. And it's a, his guys reflected, his players reflected. We all thought Tennessee was going to be shit this year, right? You lost AJ Brown. How is this team going to do? You lost some defensive players, Harold Landry, uh, you know, got hurt towards ACL or Achilles at the beginning of this, you know, before the season started. There's no way. There's no way that the Colts can lose to this team. And now you've been swept by them. Um, lo- you know, love him or hate him, Mike Vrabel always has the Titans prepared. All right? Uh, yeah, they got dusted by the Bills. It's happened to a lot of teams this year. But as far as everything else goes, Titans have been handling their business. And that's why they're number one in the AFC South right now. And that's probably why they're going to represent the AFC South in the postseason this year. Lack of preparedness is the ultimate killer. And and Ballard, to an extent, you know, he's right now, all the call-outs, all these changes, it's just, you know, the, the failure to address, uh, address left tackle and, and among, like, properly address left tackle and other, posi- other positions of need. He's basically reinforcing everything that we've, we've thought, that this roster wasn't put together um, in, in the best form or fashion. It's, you know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm, I still don't regret the Matt Ryan trade. I don't. This was, Frank Reich said it today. We sold Matt Ryan on a bill of goods and we could not deliver. And now we don't get Matt Ryan for the rest of the year because the run game can't go, but ultimately the run game and the passing game can't go because the offensive line can't stop anything. It starts with preparation. I think for me, Reich is the biggest the biggest culprit of this year. I don't believe he was properly prepared. He has a talented roster. Can't get the job done. I am going to go complete left field. I think Reich might be third. Really? Out of the, the list that I've got uh, of culpability. Um, I put Ballard second. I put Ursay first. He's the one that said, yep. guys, we, we got to get rid of Carson Wentz. You know, that was Reich's guy. So, okay, let's get rid of Carson Wentz with no plan at all. So they get Matt Ryan, who looks, you know, like he could perform. You know, last year he didn't look great, but we blamed it on them not having an offensive line, not having any weapons. All right. You know, Matt Ryan wasn't anyone's first choice, but he was there. And we were able to get him because Ursay wanted Wentz gone. Ursay said, we're all chips in. He set the the bar. Hey, we're, we're going all in. This is what we're doing. You know, he set everyone's hopes high. And when yeah. it came down to it, this team couldn't carry those aspirations. That's on Ursay. I agree with this 100%. He, I love Jim Ursay and his off the field stuff. You know, he's got the cool guitar collection and the kicking the stigma, the mental health stuff, taking on Dan Snyder. Um, verbally, 
but there's a lot of times where I just wish he just not say stuff when it concerns his football team because he puts a target on his back and the entire franchise, and it's just it, you're you're 100 right. That all chips in phrase, like we we you know everybody bought that like oh shit things are gonna happen things are gonna happen, and when you make a trade for Matt Ryan and you you go and sign a Stephon Gilmore and you trade for Yannick Ngakwe. You feel like that's all chip, chips in on paper and it end up just being a uh, another uh, dose of hopium, which I brought up last week, right? Another another T-shirt seller, another way to get people in the door to buy season tickets. Um, scroll around through Twitter today, which is something I do not do not like doing, but I like to get a kind of feel for what the fans are saying. Uh, I don't reply anymore, which, you know, is pretty good for my mental health. I don't dish out my opinions but uh there's people who have recently bought season tickets that are just done they claim that they're done um and i'm glad because when i when it comes to a lot of businesses and football is just about as much as a business as is a sports team um shit don't change until you start hurting people's wallets and uh I, the Colts got a nice dose of, I, I think, uh, hurt wallets. I think they will be because of the direction it's going. The, like I said, this is worse than Orlovsky, Kerry Collins, Curtis Boehner. I'm sorry. We knew what that was going to be. We thought we knew what this is going to be, and it has been a colossal letdown. Now, are you more upset by like the waving of the white flag this early? Or just kind of going into this, like, what what upsets you the most? Uh, I mean, I think that's a good question because I'm just mad on all, like all phases, right? Uh, I'm just mad on all phases. I think waving it on Matt Ryan. And listen, I know Matt Ryan is very hurt right now. Like he's just he's got a separated shoulder, um, which is you know you can't play quarterback very well on that. But um, it. it that did bother me because of the investment, right? 24, 24 mil, 24 mil guaranteed. And a cal- guy, you know, I, I'm all for players getting paid. I am. Um, but I don't get what the fascination is with Sam Ellinger. Uh, and I'm not saying this because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a hater. I'm a big, you know, Matt Ryan guy. And ooh, I can't root for Sam Ellinger. No, I just know what it's going to be like. I think I said this to you. I might have said this to somebody else. This reminds me a lot of being here in Bills land uh, when Terod Taylor got his ass whooped. Uh, the Bills got their ass whooped by the Saints in 2017 uh, as they were making that 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 drought-breaking yeah. game. And they're like, yeah, um, we're going to see what we got in Nate Peterman. Nate Peterman, uh, was, I, don't remember, I don't remember where what position he was drafted and what round he was drafted, and I don't believe it was high. Um, people were excited. They were making whoever drafted songs. him was high. That's what it was. What's that? Whoever drafted him was high. Yes, 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 they were. And that's the way I see this. All right. Um, you know, we've seen what Matt Ryan can do. We won the, because of him. Right. He's the only reason why we won those games. He sure is. He sure. I mean, at least offensively, I got to say the defense has been, you know, been great. But but last week against the Jaguars, right? The defense was doing enough. They were still getting point, you know, points put on them. A lot of rushing yards. Matt Ryan led, um, you know, that 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 beautiful pass to to Alec Pierce. 
And I, it feels like a punishment. I mean, I, I want to hear from Matt Ryan. Like, I, I want to hear what uh, what's going on. Because yesterday after at the after the press conference, Frank Reich was like, oh, yeah, Matt Ryan's still our guy. Matt Ryan's still our guy. What changed? I know there's Ursa. a meeting. Ursa. It's probably Ursay because he's 100%. got a hard on for Sam Ellinger. I just, like, people, like, there are just so many people on, on Twitter just just shitting all over Matt Ryan and they don't, they don't blame the offensive line. They don't blame the actual thing. Matt Ryan is officially the scapegoat of the 2022 season. And it's only week seven. They've scapegoated him, And now Sam out is going to said, yeah, we let Matt Ryan down, but go out there, go have fun. Sam Ellinger. He's going to get fucking killed too. Destroyed. Destroyed. I mean, apparently people in the locker room love Ellinger. You know, he's, he's a great leader. He's a great teammate, um, and you know, hats off to that. He he can't carry Matt Ryan's jock. No, he can't. We saw what Matt Ryan did behind that offensive line. He he made do. He, he made chicken salad out of chicken shit. And Sam Elger doesn't have a chef's hat. He can't do that yet. No, sorry, it's it's going to be a bloodbath, and I I am not looking forward to next week. I was so excited for this trip. All right, I can see Matt Ryan versus Carson Wentz. Fantastic. All right, Wentz gets hurt. Great. Now Ursay and Snyder has a, have this public beef. All right, I got that. Matt Ryan could probably beat the, the the commanders with his eyes closed. Yeah. Oh, now no Matt Ryan, and I get to see Sam Ellinger's first start. I hope to God this kid balls out. It would be fantastic. I'd love it. But this is a tank job. Yeah. It's a total tank job. It, it's It screams it. And like I said, I mean, yeah, three, three, and one. It's not where we want it to be, but it's still in a competitive area. We've lost playoff spots to team it, you know, around this record before at this time of the year, right? It's, uh, I know it doesn't look very hopeful, like uh, the game, but, you know, th- this offensive line coach, Chris Strasser needs to go. Strasser. Um, he's a Frank Wright guy, by the way, I think. I think uh, there was a guy previously installed who was doing pretty good with the offensive line. I can't recall his name, but I remember this being a talking point. I believe he retired. Uh, what's his freaking name? I, I know exactly. Oh, you might be he right. Retired. You might be right. But, like, Frank Wright got his team, and this is what we get. You know, um, I don't know. It's It's sickening that. Ballard and Reich's tenure is most likely going to end with one playoff win, no home playoff games, no AFC South titles, um, and a host of a, a new quarterback every year, a new QB situation every single year. Now, do you think that Ursay made like a, a pact with the guy saying, "Hey, we we got to bench Ryan." You have you have to go out and get your quarterback this year. You guys got one year. Go out, get your quarterback. Prove to me that you guys have a, have it. Oh God! You know, I've seen that theory popping around, and uh, it wouldn't surprise me if Jim did say that. However, this year was supposed to be the year that they figured shit out after the way it ended last year. But they didn't have their guy. Matt Ryan was not their guy. No, I know. I know. They got rid of Wentz, and they were able to luck into getting Matt Ryan. Right. That's who they wanted. But now you're ex- you're extending all chips into another season with another year of uh, in a locker room, you know, with a fan base that's sick to their stomach of this combination right now. I mean, most most 
I'm not going to say all, but there's a lot of people who are just sick to their stomach. With well, I think those people are just looking for heads to roll. They just want change. They want change. I think this change may placate them a little bit, may make them a little happy. I'm angry. I'm, nah, I, I'm <laughs> angry at the Colts because of this. Instead of taking a, a much bigger step towards change, Matt, like you know, what I mean? but officially going all in on Sam Ellinger, it, it, who knows? Maybe it will end up with this us just so they can get their quarterback of the future this yes. is exactly because starting matt ryan you're going to win enough games to keep you good enough but not awful to where you're going to have a good draft pick right now putting in sam ellinger is going to make you have a good draft pick you're going to be picking within the top five you know top eight hopefully. possibly yeah you know so i can't see them doing this without saying well hey do i have some assurance to to have a job next year at least ballard I, I mean, I get, all right, Reich might be the sacrificial lamb. I still don't think this is his fault. Uh, the, the, the line isn't good enough. He's putting people in position to win, I believe. Could he do some things better? Yes. But I'm overall happy with the job that he's done. Ballard is a tremendous GM. Up until this year, people would say, oh, he's top five GM, no problem. The, the moves that he's done, what he's been able to do in the draft, he's been great. Yes, the offensive line kind of just fell apart. But no one expected Quentin Nelson to be this bad right now. No one expected Brain Smith to be this bad. No one expected Brian Kelly to be this bad. I mean, those are your three all-pro players who aren't playing like it. Had they, had they just been what they were last year, left tackle wouldn't look as bad as it does right now. Right guard wouldn't look as bad as it does right now. Matt Ryan would look better, and we'd probably be second in the AFC. Right. That alone. You can't put that on Reich. You can't put that on Ballard. I mean, I would be I would be happy if Ursay were to come out and say, hey, Frank and Chris are both safe for next year. I want them to go out and get their quarterback of the future, build around him, and if I don't see progress, then we're going to evaluate where they stand with us. But this isn't their quarterback. See, that worries me, though. I, I'm concerned about that. We just, we just seen in Chicago, and Chicago is a different place. I, you know, they had Matt Nagy and I believe it was Ryan Pace draft Justin Fields. They had one year with them. They fucked up and got both got fired. But those guys never showed and they haven't showed what Reich and Chris had. You know, those guys have had uh, Frank's had how many different quarterbacks every year? It's been a lot. And he's done pretty well with those quarterbacks. I mean, considering what he's been dealing with, he's, he's done pretty good. We yeah. can't put that past him. I just hate that it's the big moments that he just cannot rise up to. That's what drives me nuts. It's the big moments. He we need to, we City. need to, I know, but like there's, I mean, there's minimal pressure there. Okay. We got to beat this team to get ahead in the AFC South. Can't do it. We got to beat one of these two teams in the next two weeks to go to the playoffs. Didn't we, can't we beat it. Tennessee to go to the playoffs his first or his first year with luck. Yes, beat Tennessee to make it in the playoffs, and we beat Houston that first dance, year. And again, that, that first year of filled with a team that and who was that quarterback, Andrew Luck. But yeah, yes, these were all, all pieces right. from a previous regime. This is what and I'm the, getting at. This when is when we had Philip Rivers. You know, Philip Rivers didn't start off too hot, and then that thing that thing really got going, and then we ran into a hot Bills team, but we were still competitive, were we not? During a COVID year, which no one knew what the hell they were doing. No, I know. We skated in. They just happened to add a seventh seed, and we yeah. got in. And it, we gave it to them. We, we were a tough seventh seed that year. I know. 
And then we but get just, Carson Wentz. We all knew Carson Wentz. And then now we're dealing with Matt Ryan, who right now we're three, three and one, and we're pulling the plug. I just don't think Frank has gotten a fair shake at all. At all. And I'm telling you, earmark this. He goes to another team. He goes to a Carolina and he gets a CJ Stroud. You know, he goes to a, a good team where they have a solid foundation with quarterback and he wins. I will not shut up because he is a damn good coach. And we've all seen it. We've all seen it. He, well, he may not be the fiery guy that Rabel is, but he's a good coach. Well, maybe just and, for everybody needs a fresh start. I just, I don't, I feel like we're spinning our wheels in the mud right now and uh, our, our tires in the mud. And maybe you are right. Maybe he is a pretty solid head coach that, that if given the right, you know, everything to happen the right way, he could do some really good things. I just don't that, know, you know how that it, wheel that's spinning. That's the quarterback wheel. That's the wheel that's spinning. We don't have any stability there. If we stabilize that. We build that offensive line how it how it should be playing because we think it should be playing one way, and they're just not. Well, but if we, see, there's a, the, I'm concerned because I almost feel like the supporting cast over the last couple of years has let down our quarterbacks in some instances. Hear me out. All right, so our offensive line has been on a steady decline since 2020. All right, pretty steady. I know it's only been two seasons, but we've Costanza lost. retired. Costanza oh. retired. We let Chris Reed walk. We let a lot of guys kind of walk. Also, we were struggling at the wide receiver position those years. All right, so, yeah, Phillip retired, yada, yada, yada. Um, Carson Wentz, you know, I'll, I'll hindsight 2012 give him his due. He dealt with a lot. That offensive line was not good, and our – uh, our receiving core was not really good, and you know what I mean. And it, it, it they people and could not wait to get rid of Carson Wentz. All right, could not wait to. We were throwing to, oh God, who was was it? Desmond Patman who caught the, like the game winning or Zach Pasco or somebody in it Arizona. Was Patman in Arizona, yeah. it was Patman, and you know what I mean. That's where my issue is. Is that it, you know maybe it's not just the co- the quarterback. Maybe maybe Carson would have been all right if we had the wide receiver room addressed. Maybe uh, you, you know maybe Philip Rivers would have stayed a year if we had more wide receivers. Maybe Matt Ryan would be doing better if his offensive line was good. And that's that's my issue. Is that they're I feel like they're getting decent quarterback play, decent to quality quarterback play, but the supporting cast is not warranting and not helping these QBs succeed. And then you want to draft a rookie quarterback and have him go through the same, if not worse, experiences that our and these guys are quarterbacks are doing well because of Frank, the QB whisperer. And then, you know, Phillip's doing well. He retires. Crap. All right, Wentz playing well. Would he be better with better wide receiving weapons? Absolutely, yes. But then Ursay kicks him onto the curb. All right, Matt Ryan, he made he gave us three wins on his arm. He did on his arm, and now we bench him. That's what I'm saying, not though. Not Frank's is fault. It, I'll give you that. I will give you that. Not Frank's fault. But I mean, we're kind of. I'm kind of talking in circles here a little bit. But but what I'm saying is maybe the quarterback, you know, carousel might not be such a a, a thing if everybody was kind of doing their jobs. Uh, if we had the right pieces at the right time, I just I don't feel like the quarterback carousel could have or should have gotten this bad. Um, that the Colts have experienced. I, I don't think it should have gotten this bad. Um, no. Retrospectively, I was probably a lot harsher on Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz than I should have been. I know he disappointed the shit out of me and a lot of people. Um, 
you know, he played like shit in some pretty bad situations, but that was the team uh, it, looking back totally in total. I just, it's it just every year. It just feels like there's some new excuse, some new scapegoat, somebody new we can point the finger at. And we're just, we're still sitting here. And then we get a season like this. We're again, we have some studs, right? We got a nice one, two, even three punch at wide receiver, right? Yeah. Paris Campbell turning a great corner. And that's been a story that everybody's uh, unfortunately overlooked because of everything else. Uh, we have a great, you know, we have solid talent there. And then, you know, it's just the, the offense and, and here we are again and ready to it seems seemingly ready to break it down. Um, you know what I mean? I, there's a couple people that I would not be surprised. Like again, big time names that get moved. Uh, for draft capital, and I'd be honest with you, uh, I'm not so confident that Jonathan Taylor is here after a rebuild. That's what that he scares me the most. I don't. I'm yeah. not even sure that Shaq Leonard is here after a rebuild, dude. I mean, his I injuries, think- right? You can, the injuries have mounted up, and that, that's no fault of his. That's no fault of his. But uh, in a team with a rebuild, you're paying a guy a lot, a lot of money, and he, his his availability has been tough this year. Um, you know, it, I don't know if that's a guy who stays. Quentin Nelson we're probably stuck with, but Ryan Kelly is probably going to be a guy on the move. Um, the reason why I say Jonathan Taylor is because of uh, the history of running back performances, right? after Usually after they get the big second contract, that's a wrap. That's it. Um, but JT ain't doing shit for this, us this year. And you know damn well you can fetch a pretty big grab for him. Not that I want to see him go, but I've seen these things happen before. And it would not surprise me to see a lot of our cornerstone pieces uh, to be on the move. And that's why just this year is is just so heartbreaking. Uh, I, I would uh, – it would crush me if JT goes anywhere. Um, but with that contract, he's on his rookie contract. Like you said, RB running backs just kind of age out. He's probably our biggest piece that we could trade away and get the most value from. Yeah. It makes sense. But again, if Ballard's not assured to, you know, to have a job next year, why would he trade him? You know, why, why help out the next guy? Uh, Yeah. It's Uh, just, I'm worried about Buckner being traded. Yeah. You know, he's playing very well still. Uh, I don't think Leonard would get traded only because of his contract and, you know, his injury, you know, he, if he's not healthy enough to, to pass a, a, a physical, a physical, right. you know, he can't get traded by next week. Right. Um, but I think he was close to playing this week too. And they just said, nah, not doing it. Um, well, they so, told him no. And that just makes me even more suspicious that they've been planning this for some time. Right. They told him no. Like what, when, when does that happen? Like that I'm looking at like the timeline of shit happening and everything's very, very fishy, right? Uh, Allinger bumps out foals for QB two and, and everything. I'm, I feel like this might've been the plan all along. And you went on what, if it was, maybe they're smarter than I am. Maybe they realize, Hey, look, we're not going to win a Super Bowl this year. You know, we're going to be a middle of the road team. We may make the playoffs. We may not. Uh, if we make the playoffs, we're not going to make much noise. So how about we kind of leverage uh, this season for our future? Let's go out and make sure that we get one of these top prospect QBs. I mean, I'm telling you, there are four quarterbacks in this draft 
that could change the face of a franchise. I'm sure. I'm sure. And if Ursay got with Ballard, got with Reich, and said, look, guys, we're not looking so hot right now. How about we, uh, I promise you, one more year, but we got to make sure that we get our next luck, our next Peyton. See, the, th- the thing that worries me is that we're, I mean, I'm sure the Colts are going to win a couple more games this year. There are a lot of QB needy teams out there right now. And for the Colts to get, and I was having this conversation with another guy on our, on the two-point show, um, for the Colts to get, to have their pick of the litter, to, ha- to have their guy that they definitely want, they're going to have to have first, you know, first, dibs on them because right Houston doing worse than Indy they're going to be looking at a quarterback sorry Davis Mills not the guy Carolina um, needs a quarterback they're in a you know they're in they're obviously struggling quite a bit Baker Mayfield ain't it Sam Darnold ain't it PJ Walker uh, fun story but he ain't it Uh, let's see who else was I looking at that is probably going to need quarterback next year Chicago Uh, Chicago all right, let me look through. I, I had a list of uh, of teams. Pardon me for the, uh, for the hesitation, but there are plenty of teams that are going to be looking at the QB position. Uh, let's see here at New Orleans. Yep. All right, is going to be looking at QB. They're not going to run it back with Jameis Winston, Andy Dalton, Taysom Hill. They're not going to do that. Uh, and there are other teams where you could make the case that they will be looking at quarterback. Um and try to fill that thing. So I, the Colts have to figure it out. They have to get the jump. You, you don't in a, in a draft with four possible game changing starting quarterbacks. You don't want to end up with the leftovers like a JP Lossman, right? You want the Big Ben. You want the Eli Manning. You want the Philip Rivers. You don't want the JP yeah, Lossman of the. That's draft. why you put Sam Ellinger in Week Seven after Week Seven. That's why you do it. I don't know. That's why you do it, man. That's again, I think that's why the timeline kind of adds on up when you're saying, all right, well, let's put uh, we're, we're not playing all that. Well, let's make sure that Ellinger gets a QB, two so we can kind of get ready for it. And uh, it's just, again, Matt Ryan's too good to tank, not good enough to win. That's what I was saying, because this is gonna, this is the way his legacy is going to end. All right. Yeah. They're talking about his arm is shot. Um, and yeah, probably after it. getting wrecked yesterday. I mean. How many times did he throw the ball over 15 yards twice? And it looked like he was putting everything he had into it. Yeah. And again, you know, I am not going to critique his his talent. He's he's a very talented quarterback, one of the best of all time. Uh, Tough as all hell to finish that game with a separated shoulder. But if they want to get better, Matt Ryan is not the answer. I see. That's why I don't get why if they if they wanted to tank this year, why wouldn't they have just kept Carson? I think they thought with this team that we'd be able to do something. And after I, I think that that week uh, losing to Tennessee was an eye opener, and that Denver game was like, oh crap, this is what we're working with here, you know? Right. So I thought for sure after Jacksonville things would be on the up. And again, we scored 10 points yesterday. Yeah. 10 points. And teams weren't scared of Matt Ryan's deep ball. Yeah, I think that's why the, the running game wasn't there. They weren't opening on up. Maybe Ellinger helps with that. 
But I really do think that we are we're moving on to next year. And that's what hurts because there's a lot of football left to be played that we have to sit and watch. Yeah. And hopefully Ellinger figures it out. Let's just at least be fun. If we don't win another game, cool. Let's just be fun to watch, I guess, at this point. <sighs> yeah. will I'm this, so uh, torn. This. Like, this is the thing that kills it. I'm just so torn. Like, oh, God. Like, I paid, and this is probably my fault, you know, me. I paid big money for me and my brother to go sit front row for that Colts Chargers game because I thought this is going to be, like, big. And that's the way that Indy sold it, was this is going to be big. And I just, you know what I mean? I, I feel I, I'm I'm hurt. Like, I, I feel, I know, and you're going through the same thing this upcoming week. Well, hope no. I, hopefully, maybe Ellinger is a guy. What if he comes out and he balls out? I love it, but at the same time, I just, I, I've seen this before, and I, I, I'm not expecting it. You know, he, he may show up against Washington, but, you know, Philly, New England, all these teams are right around the corner. And if he gets, you know, if he gets built up and, and looks great. He's going to get brought down to earth real quick. And that's just, you know, it, it just, he's that, he's like our Rudy. All right. He's, <laughs> he's literally Colts fans, Rudy. And everyone's just like, yeah, yeah. Sam Ellinger, he's going to be the one to do it. It's like, no, just, just stop. He's not, he's not, but you can hope. I, that's like people that were, just begging, rooting for Ellinger two weeks ago. Dumb. Dumb, 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 dumb. Yeah. But knowing now that on YouTube, a, Twitter, and they're all just, yeah, Ellinger season. This is what all of Colts Nation wanted. Speak for yourself. It's awful, man. I mean, I'm just, I'm looking at all these teams that are below us in the standings. There are a lot. Like, we're literally middle of the road right now, and we're packing in, packing in already. Yeah. God. Obviously. It's so obvious, too. That's that's the yeah, that's the thing that drives me nuts. Is it's it's so obvious. Well, this is a fun episode. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing, my man. I just I'm hard I'm I'm heartbroken. I really am. Uh, I'm torn between wanting success and you know it, I hate the idea of a tank restart reboot. It's one of the worst things you can go through as a fan base. As a fan base. Like, it's one of the worst feelings you can experience. I think we'll have a more clear picture this time next week. You know, we'll see come the draft deadline. If anyone gets moved, uh, we'll see how Ellinger performs on Sunday. If he loses, wins, loses, who cares? It's how he looks, how exciting he is, how energized the, the team is around him. He might be able to galvanize these troops, and we might be able to do something. Right. Who knows? Maybe JT gets a little extra pep in his step. Um, maybe the offensive line knows to, they can block a little bit better, knowing that they have a mobile quarterback out back there now. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe this gives us some juice. Maybe, maybe it doesn't. I just, yeah, maybe, you know, maybe. and that's the thing too, because right this this off season, like all the training camp stuff, uh, we're we're pumped for Matt Ryan. He's going to lead us to do some big things. Like the line was seemingly happy. All the weapons were seemingly happy. And then this. And now people seem ecstatic for Ellen Gurr to kind of get. And that's what, and that's what, like, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on in that, in that locker room. Like, I, I'm so confused 
because, oh, do we need the tough guy, the tough disciplinarian, the, the, the actual leader in Matt Ryan? Or, you know, is this team kind of rebelling against the staff for bumping out Carson Wentz yeah. for another guy? You know, was Wentz their guy? I know that a lot of the offensive linemen loved Wentz. Yeah. They like, did. What, what's the difference between him and Ryan? You know, was Ryan too too hard on him? You know what I mean? To try and get shit right? I just... Uh, I like I feel I just I feel horrible for Matt Ryan that this is how his career is probably going to end. His family, everybody moving to Indianapolis, he was excited. This is the one place he wanted to come to, to because this team had the run game and it had the line and it had the defense. Matt Ryan wanted to finish his career. He probably could have went to a lot of places yeah. um, if he wanted to, but he chose Indianapolis. And this is what he gets bench for the remainder of the season, most likely. And at least that's the plan for now. And who, I mean, who's going to take him after this, right? The Colts, you got to, you got to cut him after this year, right? And that's another thing. Now, do we cut him? Cause if we cut him, he still owed a lot of money. I think it's like 12 mil or something like that. 12, 13 mil guaranteed a little bit, a little bit more than that. You know? I think it's the same too. If we keep him on the roster, right? There's no, there, there's no bonus, right? So if we do draft a young guy, do we just say, "All right, young guy, here you go," or do we keep Matt Ryan to kind of you know groom this guy a bit? Yeah. Do we want to? Do we want to keep that around? I, I don't. I don't know. This is. Whew, this is tough, man. Yeah. Yeah. These are. Uh, I mean, for us as Colts fans, I think this is pretty relatively uncharted waters. Right. I mean, you knew that when he got rid of Peyton Manning, that Andrew Luck was the next big thing and he came out and delivered. But, you know, it, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm just sad. I'm just sad. I'm glad I'm going to be working Sundays now. That's for sure. During <laughs> football time. I'm glad I'm going to be doing that. Oh, it's. It's almost worst case scenario. Maybe. Who knows? Again, you know, we could be all doom gloom here. And then Ellinger comes out and throws for 400 yards on Sunday. Who knows? We don't know. Is it possible? Yeah, it's possible. Is it likely? No, it's not. No. But then say he doesn't. And then we end up getting a stud next year. Say Ballard, you know, has to get aggressive. He has to trade on up. He has to, you know, leverage the farm for a top five pick. Right. And then we end up with Hendon Hooker, Will Levis, Bryce. I mean, there's so many talented quarterbacks that maybe we get our guy next year. It's We don't have our guy on our roster now. No. I'd much rather start losing now and get him. <sighs> go around and now next year have to start Jared Goff. Or Danny Jones. Oh, God. Yeah. Rough place. Rough place. Baker's going to be our quarterback next year. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want him this year. I was mentally preparing for him, but I did not want him this year. No. Uh fuck. Well, there's a lot of fingers uh, and blame to be pointed everywhere. And uh, unfortunately, I knew that if this was going to be a bad year, that this wasn't going to be the worst of it. So, um yeah, Colts fans, buckle up. This is uh this is only the, only the beginning. 
This is the admittance, admittance that there is a problem. Finally, some uh, transparency between the Colts and us, that there is an issue. And uh, we'll uh, just have to see where it goes. All right. It's going to be tough. It's it's not fun. It's not fun that this rebuild, um, this recent rebuild, has not panned out the way that any of us had hoped. And we're we're probably not looking at, you know, we're probably a couple years out from an AFC South title. Nah, we win that shit next year. Oh God. <laughs> I want to believe. I want to believe, but I don't, we don't I think say that word gonna... anymore. We don't say that word anymore. I, I said it with B E L I. It's banned. No, no, even that word is banned. We got faith. That's what we got. We got faith. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've ranted quite a bit considerably on this uh, on this episode. I don't know if uh, Mr. Rogers has a. As a rant for him, he just took a chug of something, so maybe he does have something in store. But it's it's, it's actually just Coke right now. Oh. I should be doing lines of it, but I'm just drinking it. It's yeah, fine. You're, you're doing the liquid stuff, you pussy. No, <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing, man. Like, coward, I feel like yeah, my man. I feel like my dog died. Yeah, I really like Matt Ryan, and oh uh, God, I, you know, it's just I, I wish that we were able to see what we all envisioned we'd be getting with this team, and we're not. And hopefully it's just fun football from here on out. And I get the root for my second favorite team, whoever's playing the bill. So I know I literally, I literally tried to uh, make a paper bag mask for today's episode, but uh, I fucked that up too. Like the Colts fucked up this season. (laughs) Um, I got nothing. I got nothing. I can't even do that. Right. Um, Should I bring up? No, I'm not going to bring a paper bag next, uh, next Sunday. No, I can't do it. I I, I know I'm at least, I can wear my Philip Rivers jersey now. Um, if go. if I go, if Matt Ryan's still hurt uh, <laughs> by the time week sixteen or seventeen rolls around, God, oh, I want to throw up. Okay, that is enough for this episode. I am literally and physically ill um, <laughs> from this fucking Colts team. They're going to be the death of me. Uh, Brandon, safe travels to you this week, my man. I hope you make the most of it. If not for the game, enjoy the city with your. Uh, with your family, I'm really excited you get to you know get to at least do that. I think that's gonna make it um, slightly more worth it. Uh, I know I know you paid a lot for those tickets, but uh, oh, it's it, <laughs> brother fifteen hundred for two front rows. I'm fucking pissed. Jesus, <laughs> worst Christmas gift ever. Then I'm going to the Giants game the following week in New York. I fucking oh. Yeah, yeah, I'm. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta bring some science so there's some like continuity in my television appearances. <laughs> no, just so like, oh yeah, you're the guy who was embarrassed to be the Colts fan last week too. Yeah, <laughs> That's me. That's me. That is me. Uh, but that is a wrap, everybody. Thank you so much. Uh, we hope you could find some solace in all of this. But that's all we got from here. We'll be back next week, a little bit later on in the week, as we wait, uh, Brandon, to come back home but uh thanks so much for tuning in to colts fans and i want to say it no 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 not worth it